If you've been out of med school for a year or two and are about to start the application process for residency, do not despair, do not lose hope. You can still match. Your application can still be a strong one. I had a two-year gap between my medical school graduation and uh, starting residency, so it definitely can be done. Let me share with you the things that you can do. Residency programs rely on fast and easy filters. The last year that I was a program director, we got upwards of 2,000 applications. We have to find ways of filtering them to decide which applications we take a look at in more detail. These filters can be USMLE scores, and that is why there is such a big focus on performing well in the boards. Also, the other factor uh, that can be taken into account is just medical school performance, looking at your transcripts, how well you've done over the years. And then another possible filter is the number of years that you've been out of med school. You can still be a good candidate and have a strong application. If in those years that you've been out of med school, you've been able to show that you've been actively pursuing more experience and gaining more experience. Talking specifically about international medical, medical graduates to begin with, if you are an IMG, absolutely try to focus on gaining hands-on clinical experience. This is a unique advantage that IMGs have over U.S. medical school graduates. The rules, uh, regulations, the parameters under which med students can do things in the hospital and the rotation uh, changes from state to state and even more from country to country. In some countries, medical students are able to do a lot more, uh, including surgeries, procedures uh, that are quite complex. Uh, so absolutely try to get some hands-on experience. Most importantly, in addition to the experience that you get, make sure that you quantify the experience. Make sure you are recording and keeping track of how many procedures you are actually doing, uh, as well as the type of procedures. You can also record the number of patients that you're seeing um, and, and classify them by diagnosis, by complexity, and just have a, a spreadsheet of of course, don't include um, protected health information. Don't include names and date of births. But just something that you could quickly say, I evaluated 50 patients, 20 of them with diabetic complications, 10 of them with chest pain, and we did a ACS workup, etc. So try to put as much detail as you can into the experience that you're keeping track of. This, that spreadsheet with all those patients, all those procedures that you've done or seen, you will highlight that data as much as possible during your interviews, in your CV. You will talk about it as much as you can 
because that is one of the other biggest advantages that you will have to demonstrate that you have that experience. The second thing that you can do is basically learn new skills that are not necessarily procedures or or clinically uh, related. Uh, for example, I'm just going to say uh, teaching others. That is one skill that was very valuable to see in applicants uh, as a program director. It is an underestimated skill, the ability to teach others. And it definitely helps you develop some skills that you will need during residency. So whenever I saw that an applicant had some teaching experience, that was a definitely a plus. Research, it can be plus or minus if you are applying to a research heavy program definitely a plus if the program that you're applying to is not particularly heavy on research uh, that experience may or may not really uh, affect the favorability with which your application is seen if you're a US medical student one of your best advantages is that in that gap in those one or two gap years that you have between graduating and starting residency you can actually keep physical contact with the med medical school just your presence makes a difference you know being seen talking to people uh, and make it known make it known as much as you can what you're working on if you're helping in the skills lab if you are helping to organize some health events uh, for the underserved uh, or any other activity, make sure you make that known to residencies, to uh, anyone that is potentially someone that could interview you uh, or, or talk to someone that could interview you. So uh, as a U.S. medical student, try to keep in touch as much as possible with faculty, people that you know. Uh, so that they can always be a source of information as well as um, a, a source of good referrals and that they could speak positively about you. So in those gaps between med school and application, they are usually filled with major activities. Make sure that those activities add to your CV, that those activities add to the strength which, with which you can say that you have clinical experience, that you will be able to perform well during residency. I realize that in reality, a lot of that time in those gap years is spent in applications, uh, trying to decide where to apply, uh, crafting your personal statement, making sure your CV looks good, uh, maybe even studying for the boards. Uh, just make sure you dedicate time to uh, developing yourself clinically. Um, but as I said, in addition to hands-on clinical experience, uh, you can also learn other skills that are highly relevant for residency, such as teaching. Um, and in case of U.S. medical students, if you keep physical contact with within the med school, you you're still there, people can see you, you can continue to interact with folks that will absolutely help your chances during the application process. With that, I am going to uh, leave you with those pieces of advice. Please do not despair. Please 
keep hope up even if you've been out of residency for one or two years you absolutely have a chance I was able to get into residency after a two-year gap um, and everything worked out really well so thank you for listening I'll see you in the next episode